Welcome to the Scorching Shark Podcast. Uh, this is podcast number one. This podcast has been a long time coming. I have been on the internet for about a year uh, under the Scorching Shark name. Uh, it's been a crazy ride being on Tumblr, Twitter, Vine, rest in peace. Uh, and uh, now I feel like I should be going into the foray of podcasting to get my true thoughts out and to get my honest opinions on the latest in sports and the latest in other comedy and the latest in every anything you guys want to talk about i really just want to i just want to get my opinions out in the world so uh not to sound too niche this is gonna be fun this is gonna be enjoyable if you've got ideas please send them to me at uh scorchy shark on twitter at um on my tumblr page um which is technically doubling as my website as of right now um i'm open to changing that in the future but we got to get there first and uh, obviously, if you have any personal suggestions, send it to me at scorchingshark at gmail.com. Do not have the first at in there. You only you don't need to put two at signs. It's scorchingshark at gmail.com. Ignore the first at. <laughs> but I think because of uh, the NFL playoffs starting uh, tomorrow, Saturday, January 7, 2017, I think let's talk about the games. First off, we got Houston and Oakland, which I'm going to call the Ghost of Football Past and the Ghost of Football Future game because you have one of the newest franchises playing against one franchise that's about to lose their team. I'm sorry, one city that's about to lose their team, not franchise, but still. Uh, because it seems like Las Vegas is going to, to poach the Oakland Raiders from Oakland. And right now, there's a black hole in Oakland Raider fans' hearts. Because their starting quarterback is hurt and they're about to lose their franchise. I think you root for Oakland. I think you have to root for Oakland in this game. I think that's a no-brainer by all means. I think that Connor Cook, here's the thing. Here's the thing I have to look at. Connor Cook at least is an unknown commodity. And you know what? These teams are relatively stacked even against each other because they got both solid running backs. They got kind of decent receivers. They have shaky quarterbacks and solid defenses. And honestly, though, but honestly, though, we know what Brock Osweiler or Tom Savage is going to get destroyed by Tom Brady. Um, and I will get to why they will be playing Tom Brady in a little bit. But I think Oakland with Connor Cook might have a chance. They might have a chance with Connor Cook. Connor Cook has to just win three games. Just has to win three games. And that's all he's got to do. And maybe Derek Carr will save him for the Super Bowl. I feel like Oakland's one of those teams you have to root for this year. Deep down, we know that this is going to be a long year for them. Um, this is going to be a heartbreaking turn of events. And I, I mean, and you know what, Raiders fans? At least you have the comfort of knowing you're not San Diego. We'll get to San Diego in a little bit. But you're at least not San Diego. You're at least getting one more game. So I'm rooting for you guys, though. I want the playoffs to get interesting. And... I'm definitely rooting for the Raiders because I know you can absolutely make that uh, divisional round game very interesting. Um, and you know what, Oakland? You've had one of the best fan bases. You deserve a championship. You honestly deserve a championship. Will you get one? We'll be honest with ourselves. Probably not. But I definitely believe you guys deserve a championship, so I will be rooting for you throughout the Saturday, hopefully beyond that. Um, let's talk about the other game on Saturday, which will be Saturday night, which is Detroit against Seattle. That's delightful. You want to root for Detroit. I mean, that's the kind of the team you would want to root for. I mean, Detroit has got, uh, Matt Stafford. I mean, you lost Calvin Johnson in the regular se You lost Calvin Johnson before the regular season even started. You had him retire. 
and then you kind of had the situation where you were kind of finding receivers and you you spread the ball around. You've been using running backs. I mean, Matt Stafford has played a phenomenal job. Here's my problem with you guys. You're playing Seattle in Seattle. That's a death sentence. I mean, in the battle of light blue, this is a death sentence for the Detroit Lions. I, I mean, I hope you keep this game close. I hope you even pull it off because a six seed is better than Seattle because I feel like Seattle with Russell Wilson being kind of hurt all year and shaky at running back. And I just think the Seattle would be one of the most boring teams to have in the Super Bowl. I'm rooting against you by all means, Seattle. Please lose. Lose as quick as possible. I'm probably rooting for the NFC at, at any point because odds are Oakland will be knocked out. So I am really rooting for you guys. I really am rooting for you guys, Lions. I am hoping for the best, and I want you to pull this off if possible. I don't think it is. But it's probably more possible than my next game, Miami at the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I'm calling the Super Bowl Bowl because the Pittsburgh Steelers have a known commodity of having the being one of the most Sorry, it's having one of the <clears throat> well, I'm struggling with my words right now. I apologize because the most most does not sound right for me. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have had one of the most Super Bowls in NFL history as a franchise. It's, it's up there. It's, on, it's in the top five of most Super Bowls in NFL franchise. Well, Miami only has one. Miami only has one Super Bowl, but that came with the perfect season. That was coupled with a nice blend of perfect season. And you know what? You could argue, yeah, Patriots had a 16-0 season, but they didn't win the Super Bowl. And we'll talk about their, uh, we're going to talk about the team that took it from them twice, the New York Giants, in just a moment. But the Miami Dolphins, you got no shot. I don't want you to win. You got no shot. You don't have Ryan Tannenhill. Yes, you did beat Pittsburgh this season. Unfortunately for you, you beat them in Miami with a healthy Ryan Tannenhill, which you don't have. And you also have Pittsburgh coming off a couple huge wins, and they got cocky, and they didn't take it seriously. They're going to take this game seriously. They want revenge, and they are going to smoke you and serve you on a platter with some nice rice. That is how bad they're going to smoke you. I would say squish the fish, but I've seen the cove, and that's a little bit gruesome and unnecessary for those people. So I'm going to ignore that, and we're just going to move on. So, uh, congratulations, Steelers. I hope you get through this game. I really hope you do what you're supposed to do. You are one of the better teams to get in the Super Bowl. I hope you end up in there. You've got a a talentful roster. Please, please get there. Please, I beg you get there at some point. Please get there this year. I'm rooting for you. I really am. I'm hoping you guys pull this game off, especially because if Miami and Houston both win, it's basically the NFC is a battle for who gets to play Tom Brady and the Patriots. And we don't want to see that. Because deep down, we know Kansas City isn't going to do it. Alex Smith. And Alex Smith is not a guy we want in the Super Bowl anyways. I mean, Alex Smith is a very boring quarterback to watch. He's he's like one of those guys that... He's like he's like the WNBA. And I'm not trying to, be, to just crap on women or anything. But it's like he believes in the fundamentals. And the fundamentals are kind of boring to watch. And it's 100 million people watching this game. Please, we had a fundamental bowl last year can we have a like a high scoring super bowl can we have one that we're getting touchdown 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 please i want to see that we can have a fundamental bowl in a couple years alex we'll give you a chance just not this year just please god not this year please god no please god pittsburgh win please god oakland win one of those two teams wins and now we get to the fun coin flip of the week 
And this is the rematch bowl of the Giants and the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay, very hot football team. You never count out Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. At the same time, New York Giants in recent memory, undefeated in the postseason. Either one of these teams, I'm sorry, I'm going to tell you this right now. Barring a Detroit victory, barring a Detroit victory, Dallas is going to have a tough matchup. Dallas is going to have a very tough matchup either against the Giants or Green Bay. And if somehow Detroit does pull it off, then Atlanta is going to have it. The winner of this game, the Giants and Green Bay, Eli Manning is capable of anything in the postseason. So is Aaron Rodgers. You don't know what's going to happen here. And whoever pulls this game off, congratulations. You are a serious contender for the, for the title game. You are a serious contender. You are someone no one wants to screw with. And I'm telling you this right now. I don't know who to root for. I don't know. Something's got to give. This is just going to be good football. Hopefully. I say this is going to be good football and watch this be a blowout. Watch this be a blowout. Um, I mean, I'm guessing I'm rooting for the... I, I guess I'm rooting for the Packers here. I'm guessing I'm rooting for the Packers. Although, if Oakland and my... I'm sorry. If Houston and Miami both win, I'm kind of rooting for the Giants because I'm expecting New England and I'd feel better if the Giants get another matchup against New England if that's the case. Please, God, that be the case. All right. Uh, we have spent the last uh, nine minutes talking about the the four games in. This is going to be a long playoff run. Um, next week, I'm going to go into more of the divisional matchups and overall rankings of remaining teams left. I mean, we can't really get a good idea of the teams until we really see them in the postseason because the postseason and the regular season are two different animals. And you've seen in the past where one seeds fall and, com and completely falter in the later weeks and we also see six and five seeds rise to the title and win and go to the title game and win it all so anything can happen let's talk about some unfortunates though um the six unfortunate teams that are looking for new head coaches because that's the that's another big story that's going on and let's let's get right to it let's start off with the denver broncos let's start off with the shocker let's start off with the one coaching search that is only because their head coach decided i, I can't play football anymore and or I'm sorry, coach football anymore. I mean, he couldn't play football for years. But uh, no, Gary Kubiak has had multiple injury, uh, multiple kinds of injuries to him. He has had a he's he's collapsed on the field while he coached coached Houston. He's had multiple medical troubles. Happy trails, Gary Kubiak. Happy trails. I I only root for the best for you. I really do. And I know your health is more important than the game. At least you won a title. I mean, at least you won a title. So good for you. I'm I'm rooting for you. Bravo. Um, now we got to talk about Denver's coaching search, which is basically anyone they want. They can get anyone they want, except maybe John Gruden and Bill Cowher. Those two are probably out of the question, but anyone who wants to be a head coach, they get a choice of, they really get a choice. This is their call. And I think you want to go Tom Coughlin. That'd be fun to watch. Um, you could, you could promote, uh, your defensive coordinator, I guess that's a possibility. They, they can go in a lot of different directions right now. I think they have the right to take their time. I think they are going to take their time. They want to get this right. They have a talented roster. This roster, one or two tweaks, could be a Super Bowl team, legitimately speaking. They got a talented defense. They got a, they've had they've been able to adjust well in the running game. They've had great wide receivers. It's just a question of whether or not... Uh, they, um, they get the right coach, and they should be take their time. They should just really take their time with it. 
Let's go on to a uh, young but less talented team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are one of two teams who have had Doug Marone. Um, I'm sorry, two teams that have had Doug Marone. That is true because Buffalo did have Doug Marone. We'll get to them later. But they are the one of the two teams who have entered an interim court coaching because their coach got fired mid-season. Um, this is going to get interesting with Doug Marone. I think this is going to be an interesting kind of thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That's not true. I believe uh, Jeff Fisher also was fired. I, I, my apologies. I just realized I was wrong on that. Um, I, I, I really know that Jeff Fisher. I think he was one of the first to get fired. I think he was fired in week. Uh, I, I don't remember what week he was fired. I'm looking that up right now. I, I, I cannot believe I'm looking that up. I should have gotten that way before then. Um, four and nine. They, yeah, he was the first coach fired. Get, um, Gus Bradley was fired in week four. Um, fired in week fifteen. Jeff Fisher was fired in week fourteen. Okay, so he was the second. He was the second coach available. My apologies to you guys. I, uh, you know, I it's live. I I do this in one take. I really, I should think about maybe editing it. I'm not gonna. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh the L.A. Rams are uh, the first team. So let's let's go back to Jacksonville. We'll talk to L.A. In, in a moment. But the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you go with Marone? That's the question here. Marone went 9-7 as a Bills head coach and then quit and then somehow didn't get in the right spot at the right time and ended up becoming an assistant coach and waiting for Gus Bradley's demise. Congratulations. You are the evil heir to the Jacksonville Jaguars throne. And you, all of their tens of fans, will support you. Um... I, I think you have to. I, I almost think if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, yes, you have a young roster. Yes, you have choices. But Doug Marone just won for you guys. He gives you hope. Um, Jacksonville hasn't had hope in a long time. And honestly, that team could be scary with Doug Marone because he brings in decent defensive coordinators. And with the young roster they have, Doug Marone could be a very scary guy to bring in. I mean, I'm sorry, not just scary looking. He would actually have a scary defense. Um, let's go to another quarterback contract. Um, another well, quarterback controversy and coaching controversy. The L.A. Rams, who added a coach. Um, they had an interim in. That, that guy's not getting hired. That guy is not getting hired. I'm not even going to bother to get his name up because I know he's not in consideration. But L.A., they're looking for flashy. They're looking for big names. I think you'd have to consider Rex Ryan. Again, Buffalo we'll get to in a minute. But Rex Ryan would be an interesting choice. Maybe Tom Coughlin. Uh, maybe uh Jeff Schwartz, any of those guys, any of those guys, uh, any of those guys would be great. I think if you are, I think if you are, I'm sorry, not Jeff Schwartz, Jim Schwartz, uh, Jeff Schwartz, I think is from the Goldbergs. I could be wrong on that, but, uh, Jim Schwartz. Yeah. Jim Schwartz. Uh, he was, I, I think you're going and you're looking into, uh, New York territory. I think you have to, and, um, I wish you the best of luck LA. I really do. You're a first year team. Here's the sad reality though, of the LA team though. And I have to say this, this is the L.A. team, and I'm also going to group this in with the 49ers, who, have fought, who is also on the looking for a new coach for the, for the third time in three years. I think they're the two most hopeless, case, hopeless cases as a franchise. I think the 49ers are obvious, but the L.A. Rams, I think, are more of a shocker one. Here's why. I think, yes, you have talent on their defense, but your running game is questionable. Your quarterback, Jeff Goff, I don't see it. I don't see what's going to happen, and you're stuck with Jeff Goff. You're stuck with the guy. I don't see how you're going to pull this off. I, I don't. I genuinely don't know how you're going to pull this off. I think L.A. is doomed. I think they are for at least a four-year 
I think LA and 49ers are the two teams you don't want to do because if you get hired on either team as a head coach, you're going to be fired anywhere between one and four years from now. You'll be fired one to four years from now. It's almost a certainty on either of those teams. So um, any guys looking for a head coach, tread lightly if you're the Rams or 49ers and uh, try to build a reputation because you're not going to be coaching there forever. I am, I'm sorry to tell you. You're you're both long ways away from the playoffs. I think you're both a long ways away. It's a distant me- memory. It's like your hopes are dust in the wind, especially ap- especially you, the 49ers, after uh, after all those retirements and Jim Harbaugh losing it. it. It's I mean he pulled a full Kanye. Now he's in Michigan and barely missed out on bowl season. Um, I don't think he's missing you. I don't. I think he got out of a dumpster fire. San Francisco, I'm sorry. You're in trouble in the near future. Deal with it. You're going to be in trouble. Let's but let's talk to your uh, barrier buddies, uh, LA and 49ers. Let's stick to California. Let's go to San Diego right now, who um, fired uh, Mike McCoy and probably look. I, I, I don't know. I'm calling them the San Diego Chargers. They're probably going to be the Los Angeles Chargers in a few weeks. I'll probably use that name more often later. But for now, as nothing is official, I'm going to still call you the San Diego Chargers. You got a quarterback in Phillip Rivers. He's still under contract. You have young receivers. Keenan Allen got hurt at a bad time. Uh, Melvin Gordon got hurt. Uh, well, later in the season, uh, Monte Teo got hurt. You just took brutal injury after brutal injury after brutal injury, and unfortunately for you guys, it was just not your season. And you have three teams who are clearly better. That's a dangerous game to play when you're talking division structure, but. But, I mean, you, you at least have a shot. At least, I mean, at the very least, you have a shot. I think to kind of kill yourself and to try to fix what you're trying to do. Um, I mean, you guys are a decent football team. You have decent elements at wide receiver, at running back, at quarterback, on defense. You guys can put it all together. You are a capable playoff team, hypothetically speaking. So, I mean, if you're a new coach, like uh, like some of the guys I've named... Uh, there are probably a few other names and I'll go into those guys when we get those names. I'm just naming off big names right now because we're early in the process. No coach is probably going to get hired until next week. And then we'll talk about more what happens then. But, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping for the best for you, San Diego. I, I, there's a part of me that hopes for the best. And the final team, which I think has been completely underrated as a coaching position. It's ranked. It's some people I've seen ranked this six out of six. I don't believe it's six out of six are the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, they're calling him dysfunction. They're just calling dysfunction. First of all, Buffalo has another interim in because uh, Rex Ryan was fired after week 16. And it is Anthony Lynn who is significantly, has a significant chance of being the new head coach of the Bills. And if he is the new head coach, I don't know. That could be good. Here's the big thing with the Bills. They have question marks. They do have question marks. That's not a bad thing they have question marks. You'd rather have question marks than answers. It, because if you had fired Rex, first of all, let me tell you something. I don't believe Rex should have been fired that early. I don't think it takes two years to wrap a team together. But I understand the politics. And I thought about it for a little bit. But here's the thing. If Rex Ryan was fired next year because another year of bad play, no coach would want to work for the Bills because there would definitely be management problems. The The GM would likely be fired. Uh, your quarterback would be locked in. Players would, um, McCoy would be kind of hit his prime because his prime, McCoy's got maybe one to two years left in his prime. This is a very key year for McCoy. So if you're going to fix it, fix it now. 
And that's the thing. Tyrod, if you don't want Tyrod as your quarterback, you have the option now. If you didn't want Ty, if he had fired, been fired next year and you didn't want Tyrod, too bad. Deal with it because you owe him $27 million and you're not going to throw that all away because, and because you don't have the cap space to really throw that all away. I think Buffalo got out at a very smart time. They knew what was going to happen. They saw the, the winds going in a certain direction for them. And Buffalo understands first and foremost that this is a big, big choice they have to make. And maybe they bring in back Jim Schwartz. Maybe they bring uh, Frank Reich, their former comeback game hero. I mean, they could absolutely do that. I think Bills fans would love that guy. And honestly, Bills fans deserve it. They are an 18. They've been in an 18-year abusive relationship. Sorry, an 18-year abusive relationship. At some point, someone should have called the domestic violence hotline on that relationship because that has been heartbreaking. That has been very heartbreaking for any Bills fan out there. Because, I mean, yeah, if you're in the Super Bowl era, at least you've experienced success. I mean, I, I can only feel pity on anyone who's in their 20s and has never seen a Bills playoff game. It's like living in California and never seeing snow. It is a very sad sight, and you kind of want them to give in, get them in the playoffs because they're not a bad fan base. They're a drunk fan base, but trust me, if you're in an 18-year abusive relationship, you're definitely going to drink. Um... You got good elements on that team. You have choices on the team. It's not as bad as it looks. I think they did it because if the other option would have been a blow up, and that team would have been at least six years away from the postseason. This is going to avoid a blow up, which isn't that bad of an idea. I think Anthony Lynn, if he comes in, it's great. If he doesn't, there are options they have. But the Bills made the right move. I think they're honestly, I think they're honestly debatably. I would give them as high as the second best. Denver is obviously the first. But I think maybe the second, maybe the third best, likely the third best uh, option left in the NFL because I think LA and 49ers are almost lost causes. And you can interchange San Diego and Jacksonville at two and four, but I think Buffalo is likely three. But they're not that bad. I think if, if you get a chance to work with the Bills, I think it's a better chance. The only reason why the Bills are being looked at as a bad head coaching spot is because of the structure. The structure is not great if Doug Whaley doesn't know about firings. That's not great. But... I mean, that's really your only issue, and they're just trying to fix that. And I feel like they can they can fix that. That is something that, yes, the owner has only been there two years. That's not a great sign, but I'm optimistic. I think they can fix that. I think Lynn's going to come in. I'm not saying they're in the playoffs next year, but I, I would not take them lightly if you're any other NFL team. That team will be at least somewhat scary. That, that defense, there's too many good elements, and they didn't have Raggy Raglan this year, so... This is going to be very scary if you are playing the Buffalo Bills this year. Um, I'm going to just talk about a few other stories um, that have hit my eye. Um, one uh, is the retirement of Steve Smith, who kind of retired from the National Football League in the most hilarious way, basically saying, yeah, hey, NFL, I'm not going to terrorize defensive backs anymore. Bye! Might as well add an Obama mic drop to the to the field at this point. You might as well add an Obama mic drop because, uh, oh my God, that was precious. And is Steve Smith a Hall of Famer? We don't know. That's going to be a question we should be asking five years from now. But he definitely has a, a somewhat of a case. His stats stand out. It, it, he didn't play head coach. I'm sorry, he wasn't a head coach or a quarterback, so championships aren't as important. I mean, it's just more of a wide receiver long game, and I'm hoping he avoids it. But, yeah, likely not. So, what you're looking at with uh, Steve Smith, I mean, 
great job leaving the National Football League. You leave in a classy way. You left in a very classy way, and I root for the best for you. Um, uh, any other stories of significance which I'm going to kind of go into right now? Uh, I'm going to just take a quick scan. Quick, quick, quick scan. Bowles isn't under a playoff mandate. The Jets, who did not fire their head coach, surprisingly, um, has just backed up their head coach. Huh. I think any team should be on a playoff mandate because um, if you don't have a planned playoff mandate, you're going to be waiting a long time. Long, long, long time. Especially with the Jets under no stable quarterback. Ryan's gone at Rex. I'm sorry. Ryan Fitzpatrick's probably gone this year. Uh, Geno Smith is not a starting quarterback. Christian Hackenberg, not a starting quarterback. Bryce Petty, not a starting quarterback. That team's going to be in last for a while, people. That team is going to stay in last for burn draft picks, which will also keep him in last. So, I don't know what to tell you. I, I really don't know what to tell you. You're in a really bad spot in New York. Just focus on the Giants. Focus on the Giants. Don't look at the car crash of the New York Jets. Just focus on the Giants. Um... What else? What else do I want to go into? Uh, I guess I mean this is this is kind of an interesting thing. This is my first podcast. Um, we're gonna talk about the divisional stuff next week. Um, gonna come up with one more. I want to talk about one more thing, and I'm trying to make look for it right now. Um, it, it's just a crazy. It, this has been a crazy year, guys. This has been a very crazy year. 2017. Has not sucked yet. I mean, that's a good thing. 2017 has not really sucked yet. And I've been reading things about kind of how the collar thing is trending. Like a collar, the collar, you know, the collar for men things is trending. Uh, apparently men like to get choked. Um, <laughs> yeah, men like to be choked. That's new. Um, but along with that, uh, we haven't had any major celebrity deaths. Granted, we just wept. We had Carrie Fisher gone, Debbie Wet Reynolds gone, and Alan Thick gone. That was honestly 2016 was a kick to the crotch of a year. That was a kick to the crotch. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna ignore politics. I'm ignoring politics. It still was a kick to a crotch in terms of culture, and sports has got a hard act to follow. I will say this though: as much as it was a kick to the crotch culturally, 2016 has got a hard act. Uh, is a hard act to follow in terms of sports. The Cubs won the World Series. The Cavs won the the NBA championship. Of uh, a uh, California team was in the hockey finals. San Jose Sharks. What did I tell you? I didn't tell you anything. I don't know why I just said that. Um, along with that, you also had Peyton Manning winning his uh, final 200th game in Super Bowl and retiring. Bravo, man! You're an instant Hall of Famer. Can you're in the conversations? One of the best quarterbacks of all time. Not a gimme, but still, it's something. It's hard to be in that conversation. And um, this is going to be a fun... I think this is going to be a very fun year in terms of that, but it's going to be a tough act to follow. It's like it's like if you had the ghost of Robin Williams come on stage, and now you have to follow the guy. You have to follow Robin Williams. Good luck with that, people. Good luck, 2017. Um, I don't know in terms of Super Bowl matchups. I, I, I think there are a few that would be very interesting to watch. Uh, I mean, it's not going to be the extravagance of Super Bowl 50, but you definitely have some merit. Um, and we'll talk more about that when we get into the divisionals rounds next week. And now I'm going to go into uh, my final thought, which um, 
my final thought on something which my final thought will never consist of sports. It will consist. It might consist of sports-related elements, but it will never consist of sports. It's a rule of mine. It's a cardinal rule of mine, and I'm going to talk about TV. I'm going to talk a little bit, a little bit about TV. I'm going to talk about a new NBC game show known as The Wall, hosted by another hilarious podcaster, um, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. I'm serious. If you get a chance, check out the Nerdist podcast if possible. The guy is amazing. Um, check him out at midnight. Check him out on Talking Dead. Anything. Just check the guy out because he's honestly one of the greatest human beings even though people have said this is comcast chris harwick or whatever i don't care this is still awesome okay he is network friendly he is awesome whatever that's fine um this game is an awesome game show to watch because remember those days of deal or no deal where it was like a million dollars was a rare feat well guess what this happened a million more than a million dollars was won on the first episode yay Along with that, you had uh, you saw the highs of like winning millions of dollars, the lows of winning zero dollars. Yep, that happened to a couple Marines. People said the show is rigged. I don't think you would rig Marines. I think you would be rigging them to give them millions, not to rig them to take away money. It doesn't look good when you're taking away things from Marines. It just doesn't. I mean, that's... That's just bad, bad business move. That's a bad business move. And it's, again, very illegal to, to rig a game show, as he's said in multiple interviews at this point, which um, I am afraid this is what we're going to be seeing more of now when he talks about the wall. It's very illegal to rig game shows. That's good. And it's based on Pachinko, which it is, but still, it's like that's going to be most of the complaints he's getting. Oh, you just opened a new back basket of worms, Chris Hardwick. I still love the show. I still love this. I could see... I could see younger me loving this show. I really could. Um, basically, it's a ball dropping down a wall. And if you get a question right, you get the money added. If you get the question wrong, the ball turns red. You lose that money. It's an incredible show to watch. It's very hard, emotional. It's very um, it's very heartbreaking to watch at times. It's really heartlifting at times. It, it's, just, it's just great television. You don't get to see that that often. Um... I do want to say this, though, and I do want to say this from what I've watched on the wall. It's it's kind of just surprising to me, though, uh, that th that it was just th that the highs and lows are the way they are. I, I agree with what the Marines did, by the way, in Episode 2. Like, the Marines in Episode 2, the one that aired on Monday, I agree with what the Marines did. Because the guy with the guy who was on the wall while the um, his wife was answering questions, he went for him, like, I'm going to triple up on the final question. He had $1.4 million, but he, because of the rules of the game where you get four green balls in the second round um, as freebies, but you get four red balls as well, as and you have to play all eight balls in that scenario. Because of the situation, if he didn't go, he all it would have taken was two drops to wipe his money out. He needed to get that question right. And I feel bad. I knew the question was a GoPro answer. I knew it was surfing. I just felt heartbroken. I knew he had to go for it. And the ball, especially the first ball going right in the million-dollar slot, you can't disagree with what he did. You just can't. It was a good move by all means. It was a good move. Clever job. I mean, unfortunately for him, it didn't work out. Hit the family left with nothing. It just... It was just hard to watch that when it was, and he got so much crap afterwards. Like, the game is rigged. Everything is rigged. It's not rigged, people. It's not rigged. It's just sad. Can you just say things in the world can just be sad? We lived through a crap ton of that stuff last year. We, we know it. 
Um, the show actually got a uh, premiere on uh, Against the Celebrity Apprentice on 10 o'clock, and then they had uh, an 8 o'clock showing the following day. The 8 o'clock showing got 2 million more people. The Celebrity Apprentice, it was like 4 million people, and they got a great retention. They got like, it was like 4.9, and then they got 4.5, which means they kept most of its audience, like 90% of its audience stayed for the wall. And then the wall aired on its own, and it's 6.7 million. That's a sign, NBC. Maybe get rid of all remnants of Donald Trump. And while you're doing that, maybe rename the wall. I'm sorry, the name was just... I mean, I get it. The concept, and I read about it. The concept was done in 2015. But maybe rename the wall later on. Please do. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, and maybe maybe do a tweak or two for next season so it doesn't get too predictable. Uh, and I know, Chris, you're an executive producer on it. I'm hoping you hear this. Hoping you, you talk to LeBron, maybe making a quick tweak or two to just make it a little interesting. Uh, maybe not to hurt the contestants by any means, but maybe make it a little more fun. Like maybe a double ball where they can double their money. Like you can win $2 million on one ball rather than two balls having to land in the same slot. I'm just suggestion. I, I really love the show. I hope it stays on next year. I really am looking forward to more episodes and they air Tuesdays on eight on NBC at 8. I do not get promoted for I don't get any money for that. I just kind of want to say it out of the goodness of my heart and the fact that this is honestly a good show and i guess that wraps up our first podcast people that wraps it up that is enough for uh, today i guess um like i said in the beginning please follow me on at scorching shark on twitter please look at my tumblr scorching shark a tumblr um along with amino uh again another great app which um i am suggesting a couple other things because it's not just good for anime if you love anime that's great if you love all types of things that's great um including uh not and not limited to movie tv music anything um ed sheeran fans congratulations you got a new song out and so you got more on the ed sheeran thing and that's gonna help out um i personally recommend the saturday night live community which i am a part of um i the snl community on amino uh I really hope you'd take a look at that. I could use more members on that. I really would appreciate it if you took a look. Um, along with that, uh, send any suggestions to AskScorchedShark at gmail.com. Again, at first app does not apply. It's ScorchedShark at gmail.com. Um, if you got any suggestions for final thoughts, if you have any suggestions for regular topics, um, if you have any suggestions for the show itself, I'm in the. This is the first show. It's a. It's a learning process. It's a learning curve. I love suggestions. I love feedback. That's the greatest thing I can get. Um, I don't. I will. I don't need to mention it if you don't want to be mentioned. But again, it's anything you want. So, I, I'll be eternally grateful. And uh, that's about does it. And so long. And good night. Sleep tight. And the scorching shark feel the bite and burn.